What's up? Party people in the house. So hey, how's everybody doing? Hope well. I hope doing very, very well. Ready to uh, kick off another panic attack with Big John. Make sure you hit the like, the share, the subscribe, leave a comment. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, yeah, who the hell is this singing? Riot. It's not the name of the artist, though. That's the name of the song. I think it's Tom McDonald. Yes, Tom McDonald, the great political rapper. He's. He's got a lot of good raps out there, uh, and they don't always have to be political. He has quite a few that are apolitical. And he is, uh, honestly, just got light my cigar. Tom McDonald. is proof not to judge a book by its cover. If I saw this dude walking at me, I'd probably cross the street. He's got white dude with long blonde braids, piercings out the ass, well, out all over his face, actually. I don't know about his anus. Uh, tattoos on his face. But I see, I see his interviews, and he's one of the nicest people. And he raps about conservative issues uh, conservatism conservate you know what I'm trying to say so uh, this video has nothing to do with Tom McDonald however let me hit the like button on his video because I enjoy it uh, but <laughs> so I, I'm riding along in my automobile I pull up some, some uh, talk show stuff, some Tim Cash IRL, and I believe I saw it or heard it someplace else too, but On the 21st anniversary of the September 11 terrorist attacks, our president and vice president decide to make this political. Now, no president and no vice president have ever done that in 21 years and if anybody had the audacity to do such got a piece of cigar wrapper stuck in my finger or actually a piece of a cap but anyway you would think George W. Bush 
the president on the day of the September 11th, 2001 attacks. Make a political point of it the next year. Because there was a midterm election in 2002. Uh... 2003, he needed some political capital to justify his invasion of Iraq. Still did not politicize the 9-11 attacks. But 21 years later, Joseph Repulsive Biden and Kamala W. Harris make 9-11 a political talking point. And no pun intended, I hope it blows up in their faces. But we'll get to the itchy bitchy spider of all of that momentarily. What they said, how they said it, where they said it, what they said it. Did I say that? Who's it, what's it, why is it? Come what, huh? We'll get to the who, what, when, where, and why, all of that in a minute. <coughs> but this is hilarious. <laughs> the Democrats like to say the quiet part out loud. But Fox News has this article. Article Barnacle Bill. Nancy Pelosi nudges audience to clap during White House lawn event. Colon, that's an applause line. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, told the audience to clap while praising President Biden for an extraordinary, for extraordinary leadership. Yes, it's been extraordinary how the country's gone down the tubes, inflation's gone up, we have a new war, we had a disastrous end to the war in Afghanistan, it's extraordinary how uh, aggressive our, our enemies are getting, uh, and many other things are extraordinary about the misleadership of Joseph Rapunzel Biden. Should I call him Rapunzel or Repulsive? Repulsive, because the way he sniffs little kids is repulsive. So, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi struggled with her audience Tuesday while giving a speech on the White House lawn to celebrate President Biden's signing of the Inflation Reduction Act which does nothing to reduce inflation, in fact, adds to it. Appearing along Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Pelosi said the landmark law which Biden signed last month is driving down the cost for kitchen table items for America's working families. What the fuck are kitchen table items? Food. Just say food. Unless it's not driving down the cost of food. 
In which case, I don't think Americans give a shit how much their forks and knives cost. You buy them once and you pretty much have them the rest of your life. Unless you're me and you eat with plastic forks and spoons and knives. Mr. President, thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. What in the blue hell is so glorious about two days ago or yesterday? What what day was this speech? Let's see. What was so glorious about oh September 13th? So this is today. It's a few hours old. What was so damn glorious about today? <laughs> After a brief moment of silence, <laughs> what? Well, no shit, because that was about the dumbest thing she could have said. <laughs> Pelosi told the audience, that's an applause line, eliciting claps from the spectators. Oh, my goodness gracious, great balls of fire. This is crazy. <laughs> I remember when he was first president, first the first year in office there, he <laughs> usually a president will speak at the Naval Academy, the uh, at West Point, the the Army Academy, any of those places, the big the the big ones, you know, Paris Island for the Marines. What's where's the Air Force at? Houston or Austin or somewhere in Texas? Uh, <laughs> now Biden was speaking at bless their little hearts, the Coast Guard is speaking at the Coast Guard Academy, the B team. Now the Coast Guard's important, they're brave men and women, but they're not the Marine Corps, they're not the Navy, all right? They, they push Biden off to the, 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 lo, the, lo, the lower, now I'm trying not to offend you because I respect their Coast Guard, believe me, they do, a much braver, more harrowing job than you ever see my fat ass doing. But that's where President Biden spoke. And he made some stupid joke about, you know, the the best thing he ever, or the bravest or bestest thing he ever did was convincing Jill Biden to marry him. And then he instructed the cadets you're supposed to laugh there, you dumb bastards. Don't you have a sense of humor? <laughs> this is like what Speaker Pelosi just had to... That was an applause line. <laughs> Where's my ice cream and vodka on the rocks? All right. Let's break and talk about the blunders of Biden-Harris on 
the anniversary of the 9-11 tragedies. Tom McDonald song might have had something to do with the January 6th riots, but I think it's just a song about his life. Good tune, though. I give it a 50 because it's got a good beat and you can dance to it. Let's see what the village idiots had to say on September 11th. From RepublicWorld.com Democrats equate 9-11 hijackers with Capitol rioters. Say Republicans threaten democracy. As America marked the 21st anniversary of the deadliest 9-11 ta- the deadly- They need a better copy editor. The deadly 9-11 attacks on Sunday Democrats compared the incident with the January 6th Capitol attack. How ridiculous. Okay, so this picture sums it all up. And if a picture's worth a thousand words, this one's worth a million. You have the Capitol rioters doing wrong, obviously. It's not legal, it's not fair, it's not nice to riot. But you have a picture of people standing on the Capitol, uh, just standing at the Capitol. But they're standing up on the railing. There's some guys climbing up the wall. And in the foreground, there's the American flag. And then in the other side of the photograph or picture, picture, the combined pictures, whatever the hell you want to say, you have... One of the Twin Towers burning, smoke billowing, flames, etc., etc. I just cleaned my house. Why do I have gnats and I must have woke them up. As Americans marked the 21st anniversary of the deadliest 9-11 terror attacks on Sunday, President Biden vowed to continue to working to root out terrorist plots. However, some high-ranking Democrat officials expressed grave concern over the domestic insurgency after the September 11th attacks that killed nearly 3,000 Americans in 2001. In an interview with CBS News on Sunday, Senate Intelligence Chairman Mark Warner compared the Capitol riots with the 9-11 attacks and said Trump supporters are threats to democracy. Uh, Here's another one. The stunning thing is, here we are 20 years later. He doesn't even know it's 21. 20 years later, and the attack on the symbol of our democracy was not coming from terrorists, but it 
came literally from or from literally surgeons insurgents pardon me attacking the capital January 6th okay so January 6th would have been 20 years maybe that's what he meant but I doubt it Warner told the American broadcast I think the threat of terror has diminished oh really yeah that's what we fought on 9 11 I, you know, Americans leading up to September 11, 01, being nerdy as I am, I knew who uh, Osama bin Laden was or Osama bin Laden, however the fuck you want to say it. Uh, I knew about Al-Qaeda, the list, which, yeah, Al-Qaeda... It translates to the list, but that's not nearly as scary sounding. Uh, anyhow, I kind of knew about all this, but most Americans don't pay attention to the news. They didn't know about the USS Cole bombing by Al-Qaeda. They didn't know about the uh, 1993, or they'd forgotten, I should say, about the 1993 bombing of uh, the World Trade Center. In fact, if they did remember, they probably didn't remember who, what, when, where, why, or at least not the who and the what. Uh, so you have all this going on. And so, people in America aren't paying attention. I read over the summer an article uh, in 2001 that we needed, that uh, our embassies and military bases overseas were being told to batten down for a major attack. And I thought to myself, eerily, shouldn't we be battening things down here at home? All of the previous attacks, except the 1993 bombings, were, or bombing, excuse me, uh, were, all the attacks were on, like, embassies, uh, military bases, things like that, that were overseas, but vulnerable. And somehow between the FBI and the CIA, the CIA was tracking the 19 hijackers. And some people in the FBI say that the CIA dropped the ball by wanting to play James Bond. Other people, the official narrative is that communication and rivalry between the two agencies caused the information to not get transferred from the CIA, which spies on the world, and the FBI, which spies on people inside our country. Nonetheless, 
information did not get shared and next thing you know the towers fell so this dickhead says I think the threat of terror has diminished I worry about some of the activity in this country where the election deniers the insurgency that took place on January 6th the insurgency with no weapons no guns the only person that was killed that day was Ashley Babbitt, and that was by a, a derelict who shouldn't be allowed to own a gun, let alone allowed to be a Capitol policeman. Anyways, uh, January 6th, that is something I hope we could see that kind of unity and spirit, he added. <laughs> oh, Jesus ate shit. The same, same was echoed Sunday by U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris calling Republicans a threat to democracy. She said such threats from the insider weaken the country. Threats from the insider weaken the country. I'm not misreading that. They just don't edit their copy well here. They're using too much autocorrect. Okay. While we don't compare domestic versus foreign terrorism, we know both exist and we must defend against it, she stressed. The fact is having ser uh, served under the Senate Intelligence Committee and now as vice president, I can tell you the nature of domestic threats versus a, th a foreign threat. They're very different. Note, both are harmful and extremely dangerous, but they are different. What's a domestic terrorist threat then? Domestic terrorism used to be Timothy McVeigh being an asshole and blowing up a federal building. Am I the domestic terrorist threat because I want fair and safe elections? Because I saw inconsistency in the way votes were counted in 2020 versus the previous 20-some years that I've been voting and following politics and news and government? Am I a terrorist for questioning? Was this election free and fair? Is agging my congressman, is agging my state representative on to pass more stringent voter ID laws to to uh, encourage my election officials, uh, the overseers of the election, uh, to, to tell them to count the votes fairly, that signature matching is important, that identification is important. I'm not talking about a photo ID, I'm just talking about have your driver's license number on your mail-in ballot. Have the last four digits of your social on there. Have the proper mailing address and 
voting addresses on your mail-in ballot so we can identify that you are you. Does that make me a terrorist? Very well could in this extremely excruciatingly broad view of who the enemy of America is, who the enemies of the state are, according to the new Democrat Socialist Party. So I'll leave it at that. I love my country. I'm not a terrorist. If you try to harm or kill another American, I don't care if you're red, yellow, black, or white. You are a dead man in my sight. You do not kill people in the name of making a political point. You do not kill people for a political agenda. You get out there and you vote like hell and you take a friend or two or three to the polls with you. I'm bringing 11 or 12 with me to the polls this November. I've already got it set up, lined up. We're going to check with each other on election day and we're going to make sure each other's out there voting. And each one of us has another four, five, ten friends we're going to each check on. So what I started with a little group of people is now I'm going to make sure that my 10 friends are out voting. Each of them's going to make sure 10 friends are out voting. That's called vote like hell. That's not terrorism. That's democracy in a representative republic, babies. All right, God bless y'all. Pray for each other. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day or night or afternoon or evening.